every night on WBLS mm-hmm. around 11.30. About 11.30, yep. No, a little earlier. Was it? Soft and warm. Was this Lenny Green? What was his name? Quiet as when flowers I mean, he might have been one of the later ones, but when we were little, it wasn't him. Lenny Green is like our age. He passed. Yeah. Recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, late last year. One song becomes the name of an entire genre, genre of music. And about 80,000 playlists on Spotify. Correct. Although I feel like Quiet Storm has to be... I always thought he said, you should get on my nerves. (laughs) That'd be the most honest. (laughs) You should get on my nerves. Always thought that. I randomly did hit record again. I didn't know, but. I used to go to bed to the corner store every night. See, that's how I know it must have been earlier. Because I did too, but I wouldn't have been up at 11. I had to wake up The only problem with going to bed to the quiet storm was the nocturnal the- emissions. <laughs> no, um, even though it was BLS, sometimes, like, if we got really late, they would cross over and do a little bit of hip hop or whatever. What? When? Just what touch on it. Oh, no, maybe it wasn't. No, it wasn't BLS. No, no. BLS just started. Right. I can't remember what station was because they would go kind of smooth and then they would come back. Maybe Kiss? Maybe. I see Kiss doing maybe, maybe it was Kiss. Not BLS. I remember. That song that Janet Jackson had um, With you too? No With Heavy D of all people Oh yeah BLS had the nerve To Mm -hmm. cut out Heavy D On that song Because they had a hard line Against it And I don't remember I think that was from the control album So it had to be like 8990. So the idea that well, heavy D was a problem. It's too hip hop. Get that hip hop out of here. It's just gross. It's absolutely gross. Where she started showing her body. No. Mm-hmm. 
Really? Mm-hmm. I thought before that even. No. On the Control album, she's all buttoned up. Wait, this is second album? This is technically like her third or fourth, but yeah. Right there. And then, of course, there's Velvet Rose, which she just let it all go. Oh. Um, I doubt that Heavy D is on here. You have to watch the video. He wasn't on the... He wasn't on the album. He might have been on a remix. Nah, he's good. not on there. He's in the video, though, because mm. he's like playing Cap Calloway That's a good video. Or something. No, Cap Calloway's playing Cap Calloway. That's right. Cap Calloway's in there. Yeah. And Heavy D's just in there. Mm-hmm. Cap Calloway is literally soft, and, soft shoeing. Yep. With Janet. And... I remember, you remember, okay, maybe my friends Did you hear um, uh, the thing with Cab Calloway? Um, so Alona from Good Times, I can't remember the name oh, right now. supposedly that's his dad, her dad? Yeah, it came out on yeah. the birth certificate that Cab Calloway was her dad. No, I don't believe it. Whatever. Did you see the, did you see it again? Anyway, here? moving on. Ooh, <laughs> see? You wonder why I say, is everything Okay. Uh-huh. Seems a little. Oh, you said they came out with a birth certificate, huh? Did you see it? Anyway. Mm. Wow. That's. I had the Janet um, Q-tip song in my head as we started talking uh, about Janet. What's that? Um, uh, damn it! That video is have... really good. Really is it the one shot. that samples? You probably think the song's about mm, you. No, it's a uh, different. Sample. Um, I know it for sure, but I'm gonna look up Cab Calloway what's, and Janet what's the next song? Dubois. The one about me. Yeah, this is. I like this with the samples. No. You must have think this. It's a Joey Mitchell sample, but it's not the song about oh. you. Yeah, yeah, it is a different one. I think this is Joni Mitchell. Yeah, Joni Mitchell never lies. Well, I'm talking about Carly Simon sings the song that I was thinking about. Oh, never. Right, right, right. think the song is about. Yeah. Who was that song actually about? She said. Was that for Tip? Or what? Tip. Q-tip. You mean Janet? Yeah. No, in the Janet Jackson song when she's sampling it. I don't think she samples it. I think I'm wrong. I think this is the song I'm thinking of. No, but this think- this song is all. You think this song is also a Janet song? No, that's Carly Simon. The sample. Oh, Janet borrows Janet that uses, song too? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Probably her husband. Her first husband. This song, this video was a heavy wow, time for how Her dad Black really was Cab Calloway? It wasn't a birth certificate, it's on a death cer- certificate. No, it was. Her death certificate has his name on it. Okay. <gasps> but the world is lying but to you. Every online bio for Jeanette lists her dad as Gordon Dubois and her mother as Lillian Guetti. Her mom's name is the same on the death certificate, but Mr. Dubois is not on the document. So, anywho, like I was saying. Um, the estate of Cap Calloway, called TMZ. 
We have a great appreciation for Jeanette Dubois' long and successful career. The Calloway Estate has nothing to add to this single document that has numerous mistakes and no verification. Oh dear, Janet. It looks like this cab thing is a little... I don't know the song. Look yourself over. It's no What's wonder this? you would ponder that Discipline? image of your prenatal. Oh, you know, I never knew she. I don't know this song. No? No. You kept saying that she had a song based on that sample. And yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Mm hmm. What year is this? Uh, I can't really see that on. What album is it? This is. This is. I think there's a remix of it actually. I don't even think this is the original. This is definitely about Elizondo. Uh, all for you. Yeah, Renee Elizondo. So, Shane, like, mm-hmm. I know that I'm annoying about wanting to get facts straight. But that's like my that's my life's work. Like I traffic. There's a in difference between getting facts straight mm-hmm. versus I don't believe you. You're wrong. Let well, me check. Let me see. Did you look, check the link? That stuff's fine. I don't believe you. You're wrong. I don't say I don't believe you. You're wrong. I'll be but like you do. that doesn't sound right. Which is I don't believe you. You're wrong. Oh come on! So now you're telling me you translate what I'm actually saying into something rude? Because you've that's also because you've also told me I'm wrong. Yeah, for sure. Yes. And sometimes you're often, wrong. Often. Like just now. You often tell me I'm wrong. And you're often wrong. I'm wrong sometimes. I'm wrong as much as any other person. So, you know, maybe I should just close my mouth and smile when you say facts. And just think to myself, look it up for yourself later. No. Because I can't help but do that. Like I do. I earn a living with by knowing things, knowing facts. It's not the questioning. It's the bedside manner. Mm-hmm. Because again, with you, it's you compa- said that because Cab Calloway you, was her father, and the birth he, certificate showed that. And I was like, that doesn't sound right. Okay. I didn't say you're wrong. I didn't say whatever. I just was like, I'm not buying that. That this so this is, sound but, right. But this is me. also the seventh time of like the day. Is that is this what we're doing here? A little bit. Because again, yes, I was. People don't argue on podcasts. That's not a thing. We're not arguing now. So what happens is, <laughs> I don't, I don't claim to pitch a perfect record, but everything I say is wrong. Until it's not like let me see if it's right or what it's. How, I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. It's by by default whatever I say is wrong. This is correct. Which is annoying. It can be it can be annoying. And I just hope you know it's not you. By default, I'm wrong. By default, Eric's wrong. By default, Maisie's wrong. By default, my mom's wrong. By default, everybody's wrong. You don't default yourself, though. Sure I do. No, you do not. I absolutely do. You absolutely do not. Just because you don't see it happen doesn't mean it doesn't happen. I default myself as wrong all the time. All the time. But how would you know that? Like, how would you know? Because you will state outright facts. For sure, and I then I'll check and tell you that's wrong. But you will tell and me the I'll whole say, time of course. that you're absolutely right. Yes, so that's not that's default. What people do, but that's not defaulting yourself. I'm not wrong. talking about those times, obviously. Oh, of course. But I have times <laughs> that I default myself as wrong, for sure. Not with you. 
Well, then... <laughs> do, what do you want yeah. me to do? I'm not going to default myself as wrong if I think I'm right. Just like you don't. Okay. What are we doing? <laughs> and now you have that look on your face. <laughs> you know what it looks like to me? Mm-hmm. It's the look that I feel like. Never mind. It's just. <laughs> it's just the look. <laughs> I thought we did this already. <laughs> I swear we did this already. We and did. then you started talking about. The quiet song. The quiet song. It's the look. You want me to tell you what the look is? Sure. It's the look that I feel like 20 years ago would have been like a thing thing. A what? A thing thing. What does that mean? Like an argument for real. Not just a light argument. Probably. I'm glad that it's not. Although I kind of wish it was too sometimes. No, because we'd be arguing about this all the time because this is one of those... Thing is going to be impasse. This is just is what it is. Not anymore. Well, no, because I don't want the passive aggressive. You're right, Shane. Either, like I want it. I want to know that I'm incorrect on something. Well, the the problem is you can have it both ways. I don't know. Sorry, go ahead. I can have it both ways. Where I can you can check. The oh, person. I thought you meant pegging. Sorry, I thought anyway. you were. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> so, um, it can be. Are you sure? Can we double check that? Eh. Or it could just not. Or I could just chill because it's never anything particularly important. It's not like, so the coronavirus lasts for three hours in the air. No, it doesn't. It lasts for 30 seconds. Then we can be like, are you sure? And look it up together. I think this goes back to when I talk about your inherent competitiveness and things that I'm not it's competing crazy. with you on. It's super competitive. And say what you want. Sometimes you are competing with me on these things. Mm-mm. It can't be a competition if I'm trying to figure out if I'm right or wrong as well. I'm not trying to beat you in rightness. Sometimes you are. Sometimes I am able to pull you into the competitiveness when you don't want to even be there. And that that's even worse no. when you're feeling non-competitive <laughs> with a competitive person. Right, so that's not pulling me into the competition. Here you go. What's that? A cup. Oh, I'm done. Sorry, was that a was that a problem? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you're not pulling me into a competition. You're competing and thinking you're pulling me in. I'm just kind of a bystander. Yeah. Okay. I think it's better for me. I don't. I think it's better for me to try to find a way to not feel like things that are not super important need to be clarified. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. I don't really care if Jeanette Dubois' father is Cab Calloway. I guess it's not the clarification. It's the manner. I know. Mm-hmm. But the best thing for me to do would be to take away the necessity at all. Because the manner comes from the necessity of wanting to know things. I think it comes out of working in breaking news and always just feeling like, wait, what? What just happened? Mm-hmm. And then wanting to feel like you're okay. Like, okay, no. So that's not a thing yet. Or he's not dead yet. Or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So for a long time... I had to, if anyone said people could say something offhand, like, yeah, so, yeah, you know, Jordan's leg's getting amputated, and now my whole world is upended, because right. I didn't know, and I got to figure out what's happening, and is that true, and who should I get to cover it, or am I covering it myself? So, that's not the case for me anymore. But even in saying that- But I still feel that way sometimes. But even in saying that, I do appreciate the fact that in the time that we've been together, 
you've got me in the habit of checking a second link. Mm-hmm. Um, and a third. And a third. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm devoid of... And sometimes it can be tricky. Like one thing that you showed me the other day, it took me a minute. I knew it was wrong. And I didn't that? mind going harder on it because it was newsworthy and we both needed to know the truth about it. Was it, um, was it a corona thing or... Yeah, the uh, Amazon fundraiser oh, thing right, that right, looks right, right. like Amazon yeah. was asking for money. And I'm like, not happening. Mm. Bezos is n- not happening. Not ha- but it looked really so, legit. So the tweet came, and however much this matters, because it, it it influences more than it should, it came from a blue check. This is a, this is a tweet yeah. from blue check. Blue checks can be wrong. Right, but, but just something about the blue check m- makes course. it inherently more trustworthy, even though it shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, you and I know because we're both blue checks and all. Yeah. I mean, I'm new to the blue check family, I've, but I've I like I've it here. A, yeah, you were, you were, mm. you fought it. Yeah, I did. I did. I it literally came to me, like right. There was no nothing, mm-hmm. and I think that's the only way it was ever going to be. Have you noticed a difference? Um, it's blue. Uh, the Sky's bluer. A bit, a bit. Flowers smell a little better. I see why people just stay in their verified thing because it's a lot easier to keep up with mm-hmm. just being with your fellow blue checks. <laughs> um, and this is why nobody right. will listen to us exactly. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. It's not super different. Mm-hmm. I get re- I get responses quicker when I'm looking for sources. Sure. Um, that's about. And you it. also get solicited for things that you have no interest in. Correct. But like you, you, helping people get a blue check. But you've. I've been offered it. money to help people get a blue check, which I think is super weird. Because um, when you get a blue check, they give you like three blue check coupons. Okay, right. That you can hand out. That you can hand out. Yes. And yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. So, yeah. So, the tweet said. I've been accused of buying my blue check. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Twitter needs your, what, $5,000, $10,000. Oh, I guess they mean hiring people who can get you the blue get check you or whatever. Yeah. Okay, I see. And um, I was like, I'm. And the time I'm the poorest blue check on the planet. I'm a homeless blue check. <laughs> like I'm not paying for anything. Oh my God. Actually, at one point, the uh, my Twitter bio said proof that the blue check is meaningless. I remember that's mm-hmm. what it said when mm-hmm. I first met you. Um, it doesn't say that now. I don't know. I don't can't remember. No, now, now it it's, says I'm not showing King or something. No, that's my uh, your handle. That's my handle. Yeah. So I've had uh, not Sean King and then I changed my name back to regular thing and he did something goofy. Again. I remember. And it was and like, like still not still Sean King. Still not Sean King because I know y'all coming for me. <laughs> um, but so the tweet, I mean, the link said that it was Amazon asking for money. For donations. For, 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 for their donations, employees. And, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at the site and looking at the site and I know that there's something fishy about it. But it's... The link says Amazon dot something. Mm-hmm. So when I'm looking at the page, I finally just tap a button like the hamburger mm-hmm. and it flips and shows me the logo for a Fun- foundation. Yeah. That is getting money from Amazon. Right. Amazon is doing this $50 million initiative and just throwing out money to everybody. Mm-hmm. So this place is taking their money, making a site and then asking people to donate on top of that. Right. Which is not Amazon asking for money, um, but that's the kind of stuff. Also, I think I've said this before, but I spent twenty years with someone also doing break, breaking news right next to me. Mm-hmm. So we were the the what you hear and see is ingrained in me. 
because that's how I would be talked to. So what was cool? So, I'm sorry. So it would be like, hey, did you know that blah, 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 blah? How do you know? I saw it on blah, blah, blah. No, it's not. Yeah, da, da. That's like an hour mm-hmm. of something that's happening. And then on top of that, it's me. It's There is a uh, a bedside. There's no bedside manner. Right. It's just every man for himself. So what was cool with me about the whole Amazon thing is I said, so there's this tweet saying that Amazon is accepting donations for the employees during Corona. Something, 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 something. Mm-hmm. You say that doesn't sound right. That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Send me the link. I send you the link. Mm-hmm. We're both looking at the link. Mm-hmm. And eventually we both kind of figure out. What? I don't even Nobody's know talking to was. Alexa. See, this is why I don't want Alexa. We're talking about Amazon. And Alexa jumps in. Yeah, exactly. She's like, I'm telling Jeff. Mm-hmm. But so it was like we both kind of dug to figure out that it wasn't what it was. Because right. I end up showing you. So that part, that that's, to me is where it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, never mind, maybe we'll get to that part. Uh, it's the bedside so, manner. Yeah. And I'm just telling you, not that it's an excuse, but part of it is just we got eight months in the chamber. and How long? Eight months of bedside manner development when it comes to facts and stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming out of 20 years of somebody yelling at me about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you said blah, blah, blah. And, and it wasn't. Your, and now it's your turn. And now, no, and me yelling <laughs> at someone else. Like, nigga, I'm assigning a story on this shit. It ain't even true. You didn't even burp, burp. So I came from an environment where, not in an abusive way. You your know house what I mean? was a newsroom. Well, exactly. My house was a newsroom. Even my even Sky would be like, "Oh, guys, did you hear that Bob's Burgers is coming back?" Well, how do you know it's coming back? <laughs> Where's your link? It was on Fox. Blah, well, blah. actually, no. That's a fan site, Sky. It's a fan site. So interestingly enough, we were in the car the other day, and we're talking to Maisie about corona prevention and yep. all this other oh, stuff. Oh God, yeah. And I think it was her teacher. Her teacher told her to drink warm water, small sips every right. 15 minutes and it would kill the virus. Right. And Small she was like, sips of warm water. And we're both like, nah. Except nah. And, and she kept pushing back. But it's my right. teacher. Right. Because, Except nah. Because as, and I, I can't believe, as a seventh grader, your teacher's an authority. Of your course. teacher is the, because your teacher has enough sense to know. Of course. I'm shocked. Right. I'm shocked. You know how much that school costs per year? <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and teachers are talking about take small sips of warm water. Mm-hmm. Um, Gotta, you, you, we really do have to cut that part out. We do? Yeah. Why? Because the part about do you know how much the school costs. We got to take that out. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'll yell. So you can see the big. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, what you said the last yeah. time. Um, actually, what I'll do is. Uh, <laughs> um Ew. so i was listening to friend of the show rod and karen rod and karen hi rod and karen and shoot we almost <laughs> didn't talk about them um so rod has a show called uh medium talk okay where he does an hour-long interview with somebody and how many shows do they have a lot like this is rod's job this is what he does for a living right and karen has her job and i think one day she'll just they'll just be doing their thing together right um so rod is doing an interview with Koki negra who is uh a friend of the chitlin circuit mm-hmm. who's also a scientist mm-hmm. and he has her on to discuss corona myths and everything else 
and I didn't listen to it, but I'm listening to him talking about the, the show. And he said something about um, if you can hold your breath for 10 seconds. Right. That's also in but, there. Right. Same same memo. And this is somebody who... Then you don't have it. Right. And this is somebody who is known for researching and making sure everything is straight and blah, blah, blah. And even that bit of information getting to him is a thing with all this. Like, we just... It just became Wait, she had so the, the Koki person said that? No, no, no. Rod oh. said it in Koki. Oh, it was like, dude. Nah. Nah. Right. But... These little things get slipped in so easily to the the. the so here's where I where I mess up is that I approach is Cab Calloway Jeanette Dubois' father the same way I approach can drinking water right every fifteen minutes <laughs> right keep the coronavirus from killing you right because coming out of entertainment journalism Janet Cab Calloway being her dad is huge. Is huge. Right. That's bigger than the corona right now. <laughs> so um I just have to work on that. I have to mm. work on our our relationship not being a newsroom. Because right. that's all I know. Well, but at the same time we're always gonna be digging around, looking at links and for, stuff for and sure. so we're so to some degree we're we're going to be the newsroom. Mm-hmm. Um I think is how we interact right. with being but, the newsroom. But of course we're gonna be a newsroom, but what I'm still, I am so shell shocked from being in breaking news, mm-hmm. especially with entertainment. Like I still sometimes shudder thinking about when Beyonce dropped that self-titled album, <laughs> and it was like, no way. Digital had to have reviews up. Like the album dropped at midnight, mm-hmm. and people were expected to have straight up listen to every song reviews by like 6 a.m mm-hmm. to catch the wave of whatever Which i is... still get the shakes thinking about that like right. how dare you um so for a long time for a long time i would sometimes like be at a wedding or be at a different place and wonder like where do i go what do i do if something pop this bitch no specifically beyonce uh. <laughs> this bitch gonna drop an album uh, or something happens, somebody dies, or whatever. Well, I mean, there's no. We talked about the, our belief. Kobe experience and what right. that was. Of course, and I didn't have to be on. Right. You know, you were working for breaking news that mm-hmm. day. I was not. Right. Um. So I was the entertainment editor at Ebony from uh, in 2014, and it was just absolutely horrific. It was just so hard to stay on top of things and so hard to stay on top of emails and put together a cover shoot every month and sometimes write the story. It was just really hard. Like I was assigning probably 10 to 15 stories to 10 to 15 different writers every month across entertainment, music, culture, politics. I had Damon doing a column. It was really hard. So when I left, what are we in now? 2020? It's Mm -hmm. been... Almost four years since I left. Mm-hmm. It's still weird to since me that I don't have 175 emails to read every day. I still can't get used to the fact that on a busy day for me, that might mean 10 emails. When that used to be 175, easy. Right. Like, there's no reason for me to walk around with my phone. None. None. I can put. I can leave my phone down for hours at a time. And you're slack on my computers. I still live in a world where I'm holding on tight and waiting for something to drop. Right. And I don't have to be. So, I don't... Congratulations. I wish I could enjoy it. You'll get there. It's been years. Years. And I'm still jumpy when... Like, I think Chance 
drop something this weekend, I want to say. Um, n- no, it wasn't Chance. It was... Um, Gambino? Gambino. Yeah. Although it got taken back off the internet, so I'm not sure what's going on with that album. How's that happen? Uh, I guess it dropped accidentally, or I don't know. I don't know if he dropped a. I don't know if that was like his leak that he pulled back. I'm not sure what he what happened, but it's not uh, available currently. Well, At least it wasn't last time I checked. That's the kind of stuff I fear. Um, feeling like I have to stay on the wheel. I'm not on a wheel right now. My main job at level level.medium.com is not, <laughs> not breaking news. I don't have to. I don't have to stay on top of stuff like that. Right. And even if I do, it's for a future longer piece. Mm-hmm. I think with me and writing, I never wanted to, I never wanted to be, have a job where I had to be first. Yeah, man, it's so hard. That is the beauty. I could cry about it right now. That's the beauty of level. Level.media.com. <laughs> when I was at BT with Jermaine, uh, Every time they send out the weekly numbers at level, I always tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm number one. I the most blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> or, uh, you know, I had the top story this week or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remain one of the top writers on the site. And the reason why I always absorb it and look at it and say it is because at BT, man, I was just languishing. Like none of my stories ever hit. Ever, ever. Sorry, Jerry. You tried. <laughs> <laughs> they just didn't. Like I was writing these six hundred word pieces that I didn't care about. Mm-hmm. Didn't really understand. Mm-hmm. Always about the head and the deck, and not about the actual content. Right. And I started to really doubt myself. I started to really be like, maybe digital is just not for me. Maybe there's just not an audience. It, for when, me. It's the pace that wasn't. Not even, I don't even know if it's the pace it that wasn't, wasn't the for pace. You. It was the audience. Like they didn't give a fuck. My right. writing is not any different. You, it's just my audience didn't give a fuck. There's a thing about writing for tweets, right? And getting into that trap is right. Like I've I've written uh, for a while. I wrote for different tech companies, like white label stuff. I write their blogs and mm-hmm. everything else. And it was like we need to pack more SEO, 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 SEO. SEO, SEO. You know, we need more keywords. We yep. need more blah blah blah. Which level does that too, for sure? Yeah, but this was a this was a phase where with SEO you can just stuff keywords mm-hmm. to the point where the actual content doesn't was really like, make sense. What are you doing right. anymore? Right. And that was annoying. It was the money was great, but it was annoying. Yeah, I I didn't do well at BT, and my numbers weren't good. And I was never one of the top writers. And I just lived in a constant state of panic that I wasn't Mm going to have a job. Um, And I wrote every day. Every day I wrote. Sometimes twice a day. So uh, after I got the boot, one of the few places I've ever gotten a boot from, um, I was like, this is it. I just, I don't know. And so Level has just been a perfect storm of an audience that gets me mm-hmm. and a word count that agrees with me. It's just been, it's been fucking, fucking fabulous. Yeah, I gotta get some pitches together. Mm-hmm. Also, I get some pitches for other publications together. Mm-hmm. That's a story for another day. I, we said something yesterday I thought would be dope, but now I don't remember. Um, Homeless and Corona and stuff yeah. being closed down. Yeah. Um, I'm going to write that pitch. Pitch, I said. I know. Write that pitch. Change my pitch up. Smack <laughs> my bitch up. 
Uh, what's the name of that group? Prodigy. Prodigy. Yeah, the lead singer passed. But you do know that the change my bitch up, smack my bitch up part came from a rap song. Smack my bitch up. Mm-hmm. What song? That's from um, the guy MF Doom. I want to say. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's I'm not familiar with Doom stuff. All that stuff. Yeah, he came to the office at the source with the mask, all the stuff and everything. Yeah, <laughs> and we were all kind of like, because like if there's no other place where you don't come with all your accoutrement, it's right. the source. Like we all get to know what you look like. Right. And he was, and it was awkward, and it was like making sounds, like rubbery, like if you have all that stuff on in a picture, right? It's whatever. But if you're in a conference room playing music for us, it's just sort of looks <laughs> hot and sweaty. Sorry, Doom. Um, but yeah, I didn't didn't get it. I didn't get it. I, I wasn't sure. He's still around. Yeah. And he's still doing stuff. Doom has his loyal loyal fans. Very loyal fans. Mm-hmm. Even back then. Just very, very mm-hmm. loyal fans. I don't know much about his music. Like every, when I would hear him, it was it was cool. I appreciated him, but I never sought out Doom. Yeah. I don't think I ever did either. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell you my poetic story. Who's poetic again? From the Grave Diggers. Oh yeah. I interviewed him. He was very, very sick. At the Apollo. No. I would have interviewed him at the Apollo. That's an inside joke now that the yes. episode's not airing. But anyway. I would have interviewed him there. But I did not. Damn. Um, he came to the source for the interview. Mm-hmm. And I knew he was sick. I want to say he had lupus or diabetes or both. And I told you this a million times just armed security at the front Mm -hmm. and they call you and you come back come up and get your guest and take them back you can't let people just walk back so i came out to the waiting room and i didn't expect i at that young age hip-hop was vibrant and vital to me i couldn't understand how a rapper could be sick Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense sure and he was sick like took us a long time to get to my office the story is about how he's sick Mm -hmm. and what he's doing but I still was very taken aback that this dude was so ill. Mm-hmm. And um, he was talking about all the different treatments he could get. So my story um, was just a, a catch up on him and what he needed. And I said, well, what does your health insurance company say about what you should do? And he said, I don't have any health insurance. I've never had health insurance. And I was like, can we talk to, can we talk to Russell about this? Because mm-hmm. I don't understand how you could be on Def Jam and nothing. I did talk to Russell. He's not giving me no health insurance and he's not paying for any of my stuff. We never made any money for him, so blah, blah, blah. Right. And it was still just like, this is so unfair. Like, what is, how is this supposed to work? How does that conversation go if you're Russell? I doubt he actually spoke to Russell. I mm. think he probably tried to get a message to him. Right. Either way, Russell knew he was ill. Right. He knew he, that, that he needed help. How many other former Def Jam artists in that 20-year period were ill and needed help, mm. says Russell? I don't know. Um, but he died the next day after oh, wow. I interviewed him. He was gone. Yeesh. He was gone. So we talked about uh, there's a woman who's sort of a patron saint of... Patron saint I'm sorry, of, Cup. What? I know I'm asking. Oh, like, cup. I, I act like... We're not. Allowed, I'm not allowed to ask for things. Or Patron have to be saint like of. Her name is Wendy Day. Have you ever heard of her? No. And she started something called the Rap Coalition, 
And she started it back in the 80s when she was realizing how effed over rappers were. And you go to Windy Day when you feel like your deal is looking a little shaky and you want to redo it or you don't have health insurance and you need to collect some money from somewhere or you don't know where you're... So it's just like a pseudo pension fund or... No, it's definitely not just money. It's also lawyers and agents and maybe help me put on a tour. Like she can just do anything Mm -hmm. basically. So he said, I'm going to Wendy Day and she's going to help me. We're going to figure out. She's going to... Wendy... Russell's got to answer Wendy's phone call. Right. Not Poetics. He got to answer Wendy's. Why? Because she just does. Because Wendy can get me on the phone and be like, write a story. Russell's being a jerk. And she'll call the New York Times and the Daily News and whoever else. Mm-hmm. And he knows it. So not that he shouldn't answer Poet. I'm saying right, right, right. he no, no. will. Yeah, I get it. If somebody says Wendy's looking for you, you go find her mm-hmm. before she starts talking. Um, So I interviewed her. I didn't know that Poetic was already gone the next day. Mm-hmm. But I interviewed her and I said, Poetic said he's going to call you. She knew he was gone too, but mm-hmm. didn't want to tell right. me that. She didn't want to be like, actually... Right. So I'm like, what do you have to say about all this? Why doesn't he have insurance? And should Russell be, you know, she said, Russell treats rappers like pimps treat whores. You don't, you know, you don't get your hoe. Right. Health insurance. You just ride her and ride her and ride her until until she fucking drops. And that's what he has done. And I was like, this is an interesting quote. And then maybe like two hours later, my boss is like, can you come inside? And he told me. And I called her back immediately. And she was like, yeah, I know. I just didn't want you to. I didn't feel like that was the right place to do right. that. <sighs> That's my poetic story. I think about him a lot. That was a downer. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was really sweet. Mm. And I think it's whatever it was. I don't remember what it was, but it was not cancer. It was not. It was either lupus or diabetes. It was something manageable. Mm. That health insurance two years ago would have managed. Right. I do remember Russell saying uh, that Poetic had addiction issues. And I, I'm i not sure if that's true or not. I don't know why he would lie about that. Or why that would matter? Um, Not that he had current addiction issues, mm-hmm. but that that he could have helped himself oh, okay. earlier. Like it got sure. bad but he was clean and it was bad. And then if you're if you're an addict and I don't know if poetic was, but if you're an addict and you're fucking your shit up and your liver's falling out and you're this and you're that and you're that. Yes, of course, you should still get treatment. Mm-hmm. If you decide I'm getting sober, you can't now expect everybody to throw a ticker tape parade right. and the money should start falling down. Gotcha. That's not really how that works. So I know it's not as simple as what Wendy said. Mm-hmm. I know it's somewhere in between. Um, and I'm sure if Russell knew that he was that sick, he would have helped him. But I do th- think there was something probably a little cloudy about why he didn't have treatment before. I remember. Uh, See, if you would just let me tell you my white boy story, then, you know, we wouldn't have to end on a down note. But you don't want to know. So what were you saying now? I remember when. Wait, when, when did the white boy story come up? Oh, they came up when we were talking about... Uh, I've been trying to tell you my white boy story for like two and a half hours. Yeah, that was a different episode. That was because we were in the midst of, middle of talking about uh, oh. Princess Bride. Oh, this is not the Princess Bride <laughs> No, this is a whole new episode. <laughs> I stopped that recording. I started a whole new recording. I did not know that. Yeah. I thought you normally just... I didn't know. 
Normally I do, but... So you just take your hoes no, and you just pimp them <laughs> until they no, are so, dead. So what ended up happening was that episode kind of petered out and ended. Yeah. And we kind of dovetailed into this other conversation. Oh, that's right, because you started Storm, playing The Quiet Storm. And then now here we are. So white boy story. Go for it. Really? I felt like you didn't want to know my white boy story. Not during Princess Bride. Oh, I see. So this is random enough that you don't care. Right. Okay. This so is a regular, just, regular kind of whatever. Gotcha. Um, okay, so it came out of me going to Mammoth on a tour mm-hmm. and realizing Annie that Annie was filmed there right. and Mammoth being a buck away from the beach mm-hmm. and me being like, but I didn't go there. So years later, I go to a conference, a teaching conference. The only reason why I go is because they're like, it's a weekend, we're paying you to go, and it's at Mammoth. And I'm like, I can go back to the Annie Steps. At this point, I'm a grown-ass <laughs> woman, but <laughs> I want to go Have to the Annie Steps. Have you taken a picture steps. of Annie Steps? Nigga, I got a video during the choreo of the finale of Annie on the Annie Steps. Don't play with me. How do you, wait, how do you get that? Can what? I tell you my white boy story? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Jesus. So I'm like, wait, I can go back and get the Annie, go back to the Annie Steps and go to the beach? I'm in. I went to the uh, conference and... I was like fucked up. I had been newly broken up with, with this dude that I was very much in love with and thought I was going to marry. Um, and it was that, it was the final breakup. You know, you break up a million times mm-hmm. and it's like, no, for real. It's kind of like I was saying, not exactly sure when I broke up with my ex-wife. Right. Um, so I don't have that with my ex-husband, but I do have it in this relationship mm-hmm. where it was just like. I feel like she's more sure than I am, but continue. Ooh, who's sure then? Who's more sure? My ex-wife. Is more sure of what? Than I am. You mean of now? When the ex- oh, when, when it happened? Up. She's yeah. like, I can tell you. It was April 7th, right. <laughs> 2017. <laughs> I was wearing a red shirt. Um, he was confused. Right. But anyway. So it was just, I was more broken up about that than I would be later on when my marriage broke up. It was just, I guess, being younger. I just was fucked up. I was sure. fucked up. So, Is this first love or? First adult love. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, so I couldn't not call him. No matter how many times I said I wasn't going to call him, I would call. I'm living at home with my parents. And I went on this trip. I went to this thing because I was like, if I go, then I'm not going to call him. Because mm-hmm. I don't have a cell phone. There's no phones in the room, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I go. I'm bored to tears. And I leave early and go to the beach. And I take, I want to say a fifth of rock. I take something mm-hmm. with me. I'm drinking on the beach. And it's kind of getting dusky or whatever. And there's no one on the beach at all. Except this white dude, like maybe 10 feet, 20 feet. He's crying. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> crying. And I was like, what the fuck? I don't know fuck? where this is going. Right. And I'm like, yo, what is your problem? Like, Stop. Stop. What are you doing? Like, I'm trying to have this nice little sunset beach moment. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you're over here <laughs> crying. And he's like, so you, you're really not asking me what's wrong and if I'm okay. Right. You're telling me to just stop crying. Right. And I was like, I don't give a fuck what's wrong with you. I just want you to shut the fuck up so I can enjoy my booze and my this is sunset. This Super rom-commy. So he's like, well, fine, then. I'll just move further away from you so you don't hear me cry. So he <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> and I said, I can still hear you. I was like, I can still hear you. 
I still hear you. You're snotty. I hear you. You got to whatever. So anyway, of course, he ends up coming over. We start talking and he's like, I just can't believe she left me. And I was like, tell me about it. What happened? He tells me about this girl, whatever, Maria, some shit. And right. I think her name actually was Maria. Because I remember being like, is she black? And he's like, no, I'm never dated a black person. I was like, go ahead, continue. I'm looking for men of black Maria. But anyway. And, uh, well, I mean, she could have been Puerto Rican. I was mm-hmm. expecting him to say, no, she's Latinx. So. She's uh, a shark. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so he's drinking a cup of coffee. And I just think that's so weird. I'm like. On the beach? On the beach. Like, what the. So you're crying. What month is this? Sipping coffee. This has got to be like, it's dead middle summer. It's a summer vacation from school. So July. So. He's a serial killer. So he's sitting there with his little, not a Starbucks cup, maybe Dunkin' Donuts, whatever. And I'm like, okay, Maria left you. Yep, 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 yep. And he was like, what's your deal? You're not crying, but you look like you want to cry. And I told him, "Eh, dude broke up with me. It's been over for a while. Just blah, blah, blah. And so then I look at his coffee cup and I say, what's in there? And he was like, coffee. <laughs> it's like it's July and it's seven o'clock and you're on the beach. That's not coffee. And he was like, Well, what's in your water bottle? That's not water. And I was like, the fuck it's not. No, it's not water. See here. So it wasn't coffee. It was like rum or mm-hmm. something. So we switched drinks, downed each other's drinks, and then went on to the boardwalk of I guess that's ocean. I don't know what town that is. His name was Eric Paul Klein. What is it with the Eric's? Don't know. Eric Paul Klein. And um we had a great time. I don't remember everything we did on the beach. But um damn it, I wish I hadn't said his name because I have other things I want to say that now I can't say because I said his name. Um but we ended up in the back seat of my car. <laughs> You're good? I don't, I don't need all the What? You don't need all the what? Is it about what you did? What? No. Oh. It was just observations. Oh, okay. But I can't make the observations now because... Did you say his full name? I even said his middle name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, that was it. So, here's the crazy part. No, not crazy. So, we messed around. Nothing actually, actually happened. But I was really... uh in 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 intrigued yes i was intrigued mm-hmm. by his whiteness cuz i had never come anywhere near close n- not before or since to a white dude not a kiss not a hug not a nothing mm-hmm. um and he said the same so that's done i'm leaving i'm never going to see you again thanks we had a good time Let's both go back to being miserable. And he's like, where do you live? And I was like, hmm, nope. <laughs> Let me tell you what's not going to happen. And I said, where do you live? He was like, I live in a town called Montclair. I was like. Oh. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, we live. In East Orange. Yes. Which slash is Bloomfield. About three miles. Not even. Miles. Where he lives. He lives on Pine Street. Yep. So about two so, miles yeah. from where we are now. He, I was like, you live in Montclair? He was like, yeah, but it's not fancy. I live in a hood. And I was like, okay. 
So there are no hoods in Montclair. Um, I visited dude once when I came back home. There are hoods in Montclair, and he lives in it. There you go. You think I could find him? Not that I want to find him, but are people findable? In 2020, are people findable? Fastpeoplesearch.com. Yeah, but the same thing about people being easily findable is that there's probably 10,000 people. I doubt he still lives in Montclair. He wasn't from Montclair. He was just living in Montclair. I wouldn't know him if I saw him at all. There you go. There's my white boy story. Hmm. What do you mean? Hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of buildup. It was interesting. It was a good story. Lovely gowns. Well, I found him. That was quick. Told you. Why are you looking for him now? I was just curious. Mm-hmm. So curious that you're nine feet away from the mic looking at your phone. He's cute. I don't ever mean this cute. <laughs> Seriously? What? You're not even at the mic anymore. You're just staring into your phone at I this am pretty nice. white boy. You want to see him? No. Oh. <laughs> not particularly. Huh. Well, I feel like there's a chance I know him. Still, uh, still out there. Can you stop calling us? Well, I guess it doesn't matter how many times you say his uh, government now. No. Sorry. I shouldn't <laughs> have said his name. But there's probably other people with that same name. Right? In Montclair. That was 20 years ago. More than 20 years ago. That was like 1994. First, middle, last name in a small town in New Jersey. Not a lot. There's going to be one. <laughs> well, I didn't look for the town. I just looked up his name and I saw. But you also said the town. I did. So there's that. Is he going to watch this? I mean, hear this? No. It's going to make its way to him? Mm-mm. You say that about everything, but you really don't know. It could. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying it won't. My story is better than that, but I'm going to leave it alone. Because <laughs> you're blown. No. Drawn. No. Drawn? Blown. Blown, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're blown. Uh, blown-ish. Um, my son Oof. went Oof. off last night. No one likes me. I'm getting out the bed. He was like, yo. I'm getting out. <laughs> put this boy down. Rub his back. He falls asleep. I get up. He no. Grabs, he grabs my hand like it's a horror movie. Yeah. Rose from you, the dead. You know, I told you I don't do, I don't play that with Maisie, right? That's the one thing that she'll get hurt for. <laughs> don't grab me when I'm leaving. Mm. I don't like that. I don't like feeling like, I don't like that. Mm. She knows better. Don't do that. No. So it was the don't go whatever and like no you lay down go to sleep and he started yelling his nobody likes me mm-hmm. i don't even know if i like me and this is up and there's a there's a world where i should be concerned about this language what language nobody likes me i don't oh. know if i like me he didn't say i don't know if i like me yeah he did i didn't hear that yeah, he did and except i knew there was solely about not wanting to go to bed Mm -hmm. that's but i still maintain that it's bigger than that and that not wanting to go to bed turns the switch off for that but that there's something else there 
I mean, if it becomes a pattern, maybe, but this is such a weird one-off. It's like, I'm getting out the bed. I'm coming upstairs. So now you think that that was for my benefit, or at least to see where I stand on all of this. So I thought it was for your benefit when he said... Well, um, you thought he said... When I thought he said, um, you, you don't, y'all don't like Y'all don't like me. When he really said, nobody, nobody likes me. Right. Which, cause which nobody, is really nobody is hairs. super performative. Right, right. Right, I can totally turn over to the cool side of the pillow if a kid says nobody likes me. Right, because you're right, nobody likes you. <laughs> but when you point the finger mm-hmm. and say y'all don't like me, mm-hmm. then my breast milk ducks <laughs> start piercing. You told me it started to hurt. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. But yeah, I like if you. I mean, any woman who's ever breastfed knows mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. That if there's a crying baby nearby, you're your breasts go into action. If you're actively nursing, you'll start leaking milk. And if you're not, you'll still feel like your glands will react. What if I played a recording of a baby crying? No. So it's visual and sound auditory. Well, it's not visual. It's... I couldn't see him, but I knew he was there. Right. Yeah. Mm-mm. It would have to be an actual kid, an mm-hmm. actual baby. But the crazy thing is... And like I said, if you'd have fired a, a squirt over the balcony, he'd went straight through. But here's the thing. My brain knows that we're not giving this kid milk. And but he doesn't want it. Y'all supposed to be, you're supposed to be giving him something. Because right. I've been around plenty of crying babies mm-hmm. over the past however many years. That mm-hmm. hasn't happened. This is the first time. But that's happened since I stopped. Forever. A long right. time since I weaned my daughter. So the brain is funny in that way. It's like, oh, fuck, there's a kid. Okay, what's, what are we doing here? Are you supposed to be... We can turn these on. He was also, They're empty. He was also wailing. He like, was wailing. And he was in my care. Right. Like, I wasn't babysitting him. Right. He's in my care. Mm-hmm. So I think my brain just kind of was like, you got to do something. So we'll turn these on <laughs> and get these going. <laughs> While you figure out what the fuck you're going to do. Yeah. And I think that's probably why. Like, I woke up every time he woke up. Mm-hmm. He woke up several times. Mm-hmm. And I woke up. But I think that's why um, I got up earlier than I normally do. Part yeah. of it. And we end up with some really funky dreams. Yes. I. Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union and little baby Wade were yelling things about people being crazy. And I had Hillary Clinton strangling me but she had like fangs and claws right i don't know what i don't know if that's in the dream book (laughs) probably i think fangs and claws are in the dream book you don't believe in dream interpretation no and then the the kicker was in the morning this nigga (laughs) this nigga was like so what are we doing today hi guys and you're like resting oh because because of last last night? night it's like i'm like yeah I'm so sorry. (laughs) I was like, whoa. (laughs) That he was just as chirpy and bright. Like if there's a creepy part of this, that might have been it. I know that I can't say it's not my child and I gotta play my position. I know stepmoming very, very well. Done it for decades. But that child needs some melatonin for real. Like he needs to sleep. Mm -hmm. That baby needs some sleep. Period. And that's not something that you can do. Everybody's got to be on the same page. I just got Eric on the melatonin train. He is. For Maisie. Because. Finally. I feel like you were telling me that he wasn't. 
Yeah, long, he's he's on. Like up until when did this happen? Mm, not long ago, a couple weeks. Okay, because yeah, I know that was the. He was really antsy, um, and of course she doesn't take it every day. Mm-hmm. She actually doesn't need to take it now at all because mm. she doesn't have to get up early. Um, but when she did, uh, he only he tries to give it to her when he can flip her sleep, you know, schedule over. Like give it to her at eight. So that she can get up at seven or okay. six and then make sure she goes. If you make sure she goes to bed early after she was up, mm-hmm. you don't need melatonin. Right. Melatonin is for when she has was up late and went to bed late. Right. So you can use it to just reset. That's actually what it's for. Mm-hmm. It's to reset your clock. Um, so that for you those can of us who clocks are, whose clocks are just. Just broken. Yeah. Yeah. So you got, you got some other stuff in your future. Hmm. does it make it does it make me seem are you gonna make if i ask you to try out prescription meds for things that i think you need prescription meds for like i think you do need them for sleep do i come off as unreliable because you know how committed to meds that i already am because i have friends who don't take my advice because they're like well you take a whole fucking draw meds um no i wouldn't say that um, I think the fact that we're it's taking us long to even have this conversation mm. is indicative of that not mm-hmm. being the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely, I of course, melatonin is not a drug; it's not prescription; mm-hmm. it's whatever. Um, and for most folks that I've introduced melatonin to, God, it was it's done. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. But for you, well, because I'm taking twenty five milligrams. Yeah, twenty five milligrams of melatonin. should keep you down you know in in comparison i take 2.5 right although you're not a fair comparison i'm not a fair comparison because i take actual meds for sleeping too but if i didn't take the circle maybe five milligrams would get me down like how much does Maisie take and granted she's 12 she takes two two milligrams maybe 1.5 or two depending on does weight play a role in Sure, for are, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, age and weight. Yeah, she could take whatever I'm taking. Because mm-hmm. um, she's 126. Yeah. So I'm 75 pounds heavier mm-hmm. than her. But mm-hmm. So you should still... But that doesn't... I don't think that equates to no. 10 times the no, dosage. No, absolutely not. I think that... Like I take the, a rhino's in my last portion of melatonin at this the point. person worked nights. Mm-hmm. And I told him to try melatonin. Mm-hmm. And he took it at... 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Got home from work at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Do the things. And then at like 1, take the melatonin and sleep for eight hours. Mm-hmm. Wake up, eat breakfast, mm-hmm. and go to work. Um, and there was not a movement in those eight hours. My only concern with sleep meds is the fact that there's a primary service about both of us taking them. In the same place. I can get, I can take because that. Because yes. if something of course. happens or whatever else. Of like, course. I, I understand that's that. That's like, my only concern is a very practical concern. That's Practical valid. concern. Not and a, I probably wouldn't even try it unless they were, neither of them were here. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they couldn't. Um, First of all, I would be miserable with him poking me in the well, face. Well, now, you could not take Seroquel with your son Mm-mm. because... When I, it's not miserable. You would either 
like there was a time when I was on a much higher dosage than I am now. I take 75 milligrams, which mm-hmm. is actually half of what the lowest dosage should be. I was taking 300 mm-hmm. at one time. And I think I told you this. Maisie woke up in the middle of the night. It came to me and was trying to rouse me mm-hmm. out of my sleep. In my head, I was wide awake. And I was trying to say, stop shaking me. Mm-hmm. What's wrong? But Nothing complete was. paralysis. Mouth was open, but nothing was coming out. No, I've had sleep paralysis just on my own. Yeah, of course. It can like, happen on its right. own, too. And it's a scary thing. Oh, my God. It's and so frightening. Trying to... Especially when she had had a bad dream, mm-hmm. and she was trying to ask me permission to get in bed with me. And you're not. And I was trying to tell her, yes, it's mm-hmm. fine. Just come here, baby. Don't cry. Like, to not be able to comfort your child. Right. Because you can't talk. It was the fucking worst. It was the worst feeling ever. So it is super dangerous, and you do have to be um, careful about that. But I do think that you're due to try some stuff out. Mm-hmm. It's not my call, but no, I'm not. A, I'm not close to it. Like I said, my only concern is a very, very practical one. Um, I think my if I was af- if I was going to be afraid of anything, it would be of mood altering medications mm-hmm. and it's a it's a typical fear of everybody who's never had to do it in terms of being muted or feeling muted or of course being and, this whatever and you do space. feel muted mm-hmm. at least temporarily mm-hmm. so i think it would be more fear of that than something that's just gonna help me sleep. do you feel like you would need that or um, be a candidate for that even if you wouldn't actually take it sometimes i do sometimes i don't um but wait. You, you see me with anxiety and yeah. restlessness and For sure. all those kind of things. And I feel like if medication was something that would be helpful for me, it would probably be a very, very light. It sounds like it would be one-offs, not dailies. Right. Yeah. And that's tricky because usually those things can be addictive. Mm. Um, and that would be another reason why I probably wouldn't want to. But the, the sleep... But what about... I don't know if we're talking about this in this format, but you are up for some discussions about things that are often treated with meds. Mm-hmm. I am. Doesn't mean I'm not nervous or scared or whatever else. Right. I don't know if those are mood altering though. Well, no, I'm saying, well, so I'm not necessarily speaking specifically to No, that. I know. I'm just remembering now the conversation we had about the possibility that you might have to take meds for ADHD. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but I don't know they're the same type of meds that I take. I don't know where they fit in the... I don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're the same level of... They're not antidepressants or right. things like that. Um, can I tell you something? So we have this episode, which I think is so dope, such a good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the reasons why... Very explicit. Very explicit. But not... But not raunchy, not raunchy. Number mm-hmm. one, and not silly. Right. Number two, it was very matter of fact, mm-hmm. and also not uh, what do you? What's the word for like you're doing it just to be doing it? Or doing it for it's show? Not, it's, not, it's not for a clout. It's no, not, yeah. it's not for clout. It didn't feel clickbaity. It just felt like this is the conversation we're having today. Yeah. Also, I mean, we have like we say this all the time. We talk about sex a lot. Right. So it doesn't the come off about, as the only difference about that night was it was a mic in front of us. Right. It right. wasn't titillating. Nope. It wasn't like whatever. So it was mm. a really good episode and I really enjoyed it when I listened to it. But the reason why I didn't want to put it out is because 
in my mind, some of the people that I was thinking of that I was running it through, Mm -hmm. you may have thought I meant that they would be like grossed out or be like whatever. But I meant that some people would be like, is she on Reds? Oh, really? Yeah. And the idea of that just made me like. Why? Why? I mean, why would they think that? Well, um, there is a space. There's a world where I can be like. uh, Because, again, this to listen to the episode to some you, people you don't sound like outside of yourself no you're not we're not saying anything but i never do else. if i'm manic i don't sound outside mm-hmm. of myself so the only difference between the people that i'm thinking about would hear that mm-hmm. and be like the only time i know Aaliyah to speak freely about this stuff is in this space gotcha so she wasn't talking like that at the third space event for damon young Right. And she wasn't talking about that at the New Year's Eve party. And right. she wasn't talking like that here. So that conversation would only exist in that space. For some people. For some people. Right. In that space. Now, if Ashanti's here and she sees us mm-hmm. and she hears it, she's just going to, whatever. She might question why I'm putting it out because I tend to be really private. Right. And I tend to be. Um, so, in a weird way, that needed to be a episode in front of like a live audience. Right, I would have done that in front of people. But I'm saying, would that assuage the concern if they could see you having this conversation? Yes, it's about the format, right? Um, and not being able to look at me and see, right? So it falls into one of those categories that, um, for me, even though I know where I am and I know the space that I'm in, I have to run through the: Are you harming anybody? Mm. Are you harming yourself? That's it. Right. Then go forth and do whatever. Um, yeah, because I was really thinking the embarrassing, like, oh, this is gross, and it's a, and it's more just it's like, my sister, it's my mom, it's my daughter. No, it's, my... it's oh shit, Aaliyah's, mm-hmm. what's she doing? What's right. going on? Anybody check on her lately? Yeah, I start getting text messages and phone calls. Exactly. Like, so what's happening? Right. Um, did I tell you about the bright color thing? Mm-mm. So when someone is hypomanic or manic, they will almost always wear super bright colors like neon bright. i don't think you own anything like that at this point like bright 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 neon they'll be pulled to neony mm-hmm. florals stripes s- mixing patterns that 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 well that's your entire that's life exactly so, so if that's happening it's just me you know we my my therapist and i have we always talk about what's you what's you at a manic level right. what's I can't remember the word we like used. At this What's, point, if you're not wearing polka dots and stripes, I, that's when I think something's wrong. That's when you think something's up. So, where's, the, where's the hound's tooth and plaid? Right, right. So I would collect all this information when I was first diagnosed and give it to um, my ex-husband and tell him to read it. And so one day I was really running late. I got the baby on my hip and I got Sky by the hand, running out to take them to school. And he was like, looked at me. And I was like, what? And he just was like, looked me up and down. And I looked down and I had on this like neon green pantsuit with like these big, huge pink flowers on it. <laughs> and I had just bought it mm-hmm. the days before. And I just, I saw it and I was like, this is cute. I mean, when I tell you this thing is loud. <laughs> so he just looks at me and I look down and I'm like, fuck. Oh, shit. Um, so I think of certain people hearing it 
and wondering. Right. And I know. I know. But still. Well, you know, you know what's I want funny? everybody to know. As we're, as we're recording the episode, I'm watching your body language. Mm-hmm. And so we, because we're um, home now, our recording area is you have a small couch, I have a small couch. Mm-hmm. And it's this very comfy, cozy setup. And we got to kind of rig just right. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching you like laid across your entire couch, <laughs> just like super comfy mm-hmm. and super chill. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and in my mind, if people could have seen that, then like, oh, they just having a good time, bullshit and having no. fun, whatever else. Because you look, you don't look. Like, There's like, no look. There's no love. Mm. So, so why does hypomania doesn't come with? So why does them watching you record the episode live make a difference? Um, well, it would make a difference. They can make their own calling just by how whatever their idea Perception. is. Mm-hmm. But you can't just be like because I'm laid out prone. I don't know what it is. Like Eric Parker could walk into whatever room at any time and be like, she's depressed. Mm. She's manic. She's good. Mm-hmm. Period. My sister can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom possibly. So I got some training to do. <laughs> uh, the beauty of it is that you don't have to know. That's the beauty of it. Why? Because I'm not. That's it. I'm done. Like I'm me, and mm-hmm. that's it. I take my meds. I go to the doctor. I'm sober. The end. Um, also, I win. <laughs> other people yeah, are like, some, are, there, are there some folks who are like annoyed that I get yes, all the? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Sometimes I feel bad for the other people. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, yo, you <laughs> ah, that sucks. Sorry, I you got didn't, it. You didn't earn this. Mm-hmm. Um, but for sure, that's that's absolutely a thing. And um, also. Like I've said before, if anything, it's going to be depression before it's going to be hypomania. Mm. Um, And that's very easy to treat. And it's easy to stuff some extra antidepressants in my mouth. Um, Ew. Hypomania. (laughs) That bitch is horrible. Mm. Fuck her. That hoe is a nightmare. But I do worry sometimes because I know full well there's, I don't take back any, I like that episode. Mm -hmm. There's nothing. I'm fucking 50 for God's sake. (laughs) What the fuck? Like when else can I talk about sucking dick? Right. If it ain't at 47. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely not that. Um, It's really about. So are you having second thoughts or. About what? Put out the episode. I already said I wasn't putting it out. I know. That's why I asked you you having second thoughts. Oh, about not putting it out. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Only because I want to trust myself. And I know that, to be quite frank, my therapist would be a little disappointed. That you didn't know that you did. I didn't. Mm. Like, that's all we do in there is work on living your life on your terms and not. Would you want her to listen to it? No. (laughs) We talk about having a threesome with her in that episode. So no, yes. No, we didn't. Jokingly, yeah. For a hot second, I was like, "Have you seen my therapist?" And I was like, "She's third. Oh, and then I stopped, yeah. and you were like, "What is she third, Spacey?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, we did." Yeah, no, I don't want her to hear it. But <laughs> it, just telling her what it was, what's about, would be right. 
So putting that up mm-hmm. feels like I'm wearing a neon green jumpsuit with Even big if you're pink flowers. Even if I'm not knowing full well that I'm not. Well, I mean, it's 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 on the shelf and it's there. And that's the kind of beauty of what we're doing. We don't have to force or do anything beyond I what used we're to keep with. a checklist every day of about seventy things mm-hmm. that could tell me where my behavior was. Do you worry that I'll miss a, some a sign of something? Absolutely. Every single day. I worry about that. Every day. Mm-hmm. I do. Because you could. Are there? Class isn't, isn't the word. Uh, groups or whatever for, for sure. folks to figure out like what your mate might be. Absolutely. Like if something happens. Absolutely. There's a really great one at Mountainside Hospital in Montclair for like family members of folks who have all the isms. Should um, I be there? No. I just feel like, I mean, you could, but it's been so long. I'm like, like I would be considered uh, not cured, mm. but I have not had any swing one way or the other since February of 2015. No, I'm sorry. Gotta take that pause back. February 2016. Uh, no. <laughs> so how many years is that? Four. Uh, four. They would not. If you went and said, I'm here because blah, 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 you know, four years. I don't know how much you're going to get because most of those people are going to be dealing with people in crisis. Mm -hmm. You can just read a book, really. Right. Hmm. But I do. Hmm? I I do wonder that. But you're also super in tune to me anyway. So I feel like if anything was off, I feel like you would know. I remember uh, a couple months ago, you were super, super, super tired and knocked out and dragging and all this other stuff. And I think I said, um, and it's something I'm I'm very careful of bringing up because it's very tropey. I was like, is your cycle coming? And you're like, I don't think so. No. It was here? Or yeah. Upstairs? Uh, I think it was. It was here. Either way, I can't remember. But, um. It's like, no, I don't think so. And then, like, a couple days later, it's like, you came back, I was like, fuck, you just... Yeah, that was kind of creepy. (laughs) That was super creepy. But you were right. Yeah. So, I mean, I try to pay attention. You know, like, I think about what we have going on and what I have going on and how you don't really know because you weren't there, but my whole life has just been this dramatic curve, this dramatic, no, this dramatic diagonal. Apex. That has not stopped. Like every day, every minute, every hour, every year just gets better and better and better. And I say, I want this and then I get it. I say, I want this and then I get that. I've been setting intentions since, you know, but all of it is only coming together because I finally got my shit together. I got a good doctor who charges $350 a session. $350 a session. Ew. Basically. And because Jermaine 
Paul, who I love forever. Level.medium.com. Kept me with a job that allowed me mm. to take nine months to figure out what the fuck my medications needed to be. If I had a job I had to commute to every day, you and I wouldn't be sitting here. Mm. Mm, why not? Because I would have never figured it out. Uh, got you. I, you just can't. If mm. I had to be work at nine, how am I taking the med that makes me wake up at one o'clock in the afternoon? Right. Or has me nauseous. There was the month that my hands were shaking constantly. Tremors for a mm-hmm. month. I don't want to go into all that, sure. but I'm just super. I'm super crazy. I'm still kind of shell shocked by where I am right now with you and just in general. Because I think where you had more of a transition and a climb into where you are right now. This feels like Monday I'm here, Tuesday I'm in this amazing space. And like, how did this happen? Um, Disbelief isn't the word, but there's still like a settling into like, how did this happen? Like there was, there was no transition for me. Right. Especially because we, our relationship kicked in so quickly. Yeah, it did very quickly. And like our relationship is tied to emotional happiness and all the other stuff. But it's also tied into professional development yep. in a way that I didn't expect. So, yeah, just it's been an interesting nine months? Eight. We're creeping into nine, or Creeping. Creeping into nine. You're like, I'm not saying three years. <laughs> I'm glad. Well, I don't, I'm glad it's not the word. You're blown. Um, No, actually. I was just, I'm just a little emotional. I'm not blown. Mm. A lot, a lot, a lot. A lot has happened. Let's get some brownies and hug each other. I'm not having sex with you. I said hug. I'm just saying. Hug. I know where your hugs can go. <laughs> really? What? Ooh. Ah. Wait, wait. Wait, listen to this. What is that? Skills, bike. Skills, Somebody bike. mad. Ugh. <laughs> so annoying. Notice how no one has had sex tonight. Or last night. <laughs> Why? Why they gotta wait till we have sex to have sex? I don't. I, Do we get them hot and bothered? Apparently, with these paper thin walls. We should have sex like against the wall. We should fake having sex to see what happens. Just make noises. Yeah, while we're doing this podcast, and then wait for them to start having. We sex. can just turn on like. X videos and <laughs> see what happens. So here's my fear. Mm-hmm. Not my fear, but I feel like I'm catching up. I feel like 2016, I'm catching up with where I could have, should have, would have been going in 2012. Mm-hmm. So I don't really see an end in sight. Like, 
it's just as scary to see your trajectory going and knowing it's going to continue mm-hmm. as it would be to go the opposite. Yeah. Because you keep waiting for there to be a cliff. Yeah, I'm waiting for the other shooter. Mm-hmm. I wrote a children's book. And I and I like it and I love her and I love the character and I see her in my eye. She reminds me of me and Are you talking about the second? Mm-hmm. Wait, are we talking No, I just said that, but uh and my agent she um she likes it too. She sees something there that just fucking blows my mind. You're dope. Am I? Mm-hmm. So are you. I think these podcasts will be the fruit that proves it somehow. Um, don't know what or how exactly it's going to be, but I feel like there's something here. In the book, we'll, I'll settle down and get my writing practice together. Uh, eventually. Your eye is little. What? Your eye. One eye is little. The left one. Yes. What is happening? I don't know. So my left eye is my weaker eye. Mm-hmm. So it it's it gets weak <laughs> quickly. Um, there was one point where I looked quasimodo ish because mm. it was just it almost shrunk just because it just wasn't very strong. So, non sequitur. Uh, brownies and hugs. Brownies and hugs. Good talk. Good talk. We didn't say that last time. <laughs> we didn't. We don't have to say it. It's I the wanna. Name of the show. I wanna. We said we we're gonna. Oh, oh. We said we we're gonna do this at the end of every episode. What? Question. Oh, yeah. Look it up. It's my turn. Your turn. <clears throat> Wait, we don't have to say good talk? No. <laughs> is that? This sounds like sports. Sports. But I don't know what sport there is right now. Yeah. It's <laughs> bowling. You found it? Yep. What is your greatest extravagance? I don't feel like I have very many extravagances. Um, that I own. Uh, my greatest extravagance. I don't. That's hard because I don't feel extravagant. I don't like the stuff that I have now. For the most part, is making up for stuff I needed and just didn't have. I don't think I've quite reached extravagance, but. If I had, I don't know. Um, I think the closest thing I have to is an extravagance is like an impulse buy. As an impulse buy, is my football jacket, um, which doesn't feel overly extravagant either. I think I'm afraid to be extravagant actually. Um, I think I've had, I've not had for so long. 
that the fear of not having again keeps me from just what about sneakers they're not your greatest extravagance um, your greatest extravagance is tech yeah that's true um, i mean as he like you're literally like i don't know what my greatest <laughs> extravagance is yes with my leather clad laptop seriously so yeah yeah okay so yeah so i was i guess i was a thing too i didn't know if it was like a singular item or a thing just greatest extravagance so probably yeah electronics um i think i've said before i'll be walking and i'll do an audit of mm-hmm. the value of the electronics i have on me yeah you're walking around like the ten thousand dollar like, oh, man i'm a mark <laughs> basically we all are yeah um when i was I, even when i was talking about um when i was homeless you know it was i had a two thousand dollar i had a thirteen hundred dollar cell phone in my pocket two thousand dollar laptop on me um and whatever else i had like it was just mm-hmm. yeah so tech tech would be it um are we both answering i forget i think so right your greatest extravagance yeah because i i talked about mine too mm-hmm. uh It's extravagance. The office. That's not extravagant. What? Paying a thousand dollars a month to work someplace outside of your home just because you don't want to work at home? Although it was an extravagance at first, now it's not. Once it became a studio, Mm -hmm. it's just what I need for work. Right. So maybe not. I would say probably because to me, the office was the office was actually a leap of faith more than extravagance and an investment. Yeah. Um, Shoes. No, I'm gonna say my nails because they're not the most expensive thing, but they're extravagant Mm -hmm. and they make my life a little bit more difficult. Mm -hmm. And I don't care. So I think that makes them pretty. They're kind of extravagant. I get that. That's fair. They're not. They're in no way are my nails practical. At all. They're enjoyable. They're enjoyable. So I enjoy them. They're extravagant. As you try and make me bleed. That's not what I did. <laughs> all right, brownies and hugs. Brownies and hugs. Is that the name of the podcast? No. That's that sounds like some four twenty shit. <laughs> What's four twenty? That's International Weed Day. Oh, that's right. 420. Is that a real thing? I think I heard that that wasn't really a thing. No, it's 100% a real thing. Okay. I love you. Love you too. Civil War. Let's go. Yeah, okay. (laughs) We'll do that in the morning. Wait, we're kid free tomorrow. During the day, we're kid free? All day. Yeah.